Oh, <laughs> Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany, you got your little horse over there. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, well, people out there, welcome to uh, WRLR. You're listening to Bacon Bits. We have got a treat. Uh, Tiffany couldn't make it today. Uh, she's okay. She'll be back next week. But I have a special treat. We have Ron Grace here in the studio. I don't know how special oh, it is. Are, but... you, are you kidding? Ron, I, I consider you the, uh, the what do I say, the, the heart and soul of, of WRLR. Well, I'll take the soul part. All right, all right, all right. You know, <laughs> of course. I always say, you know, we, we missed, uh, where was Rusty today, last show? Uh, he's refereeing. Okay. All right, uh, and then that's why I had the privilege of uh, having Lou Bruno there you uh, go. join me. Right, and, right. And we had a good time. There you go. So what we'll do is we'll call you the soul. We'll call Lou the heart, heart. of the show. Right. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, that's what. That's right. right. So he's doing, going through the heart rehab. So, exactly. Yeah, he's so the there heart, you go. I'm there the you soul. Go. I always like referring to Rusty as the appendix of WRLR. <laughs> we don't exactly know what he does, and we could probably do without him. <laughs> no, just joking, Rusty. Just joking. Uh, well. When you first said appendix, I'm thinking at the back of the book. But, no, uh, no, 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 no. There you no, go. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with I'm the funny bone of, the, of WRLR. That's all I'm going with, and I'm not looking for anyone to uh, question that. All right. <laughs> so what's on, what's on tap today? All right. Well, I'm glad you asked that. So first off, you understand the whole premise of Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. What we try to do is we tackle the world problems. We look at different... Uh, problems that people face, whether they're uh, they're angered, they're sad, or they're afraid. And we just look at this and saying that happiness is outnumbered three to one. So what we try to do is help uh, share some shortcuts towards happiness. And today we're going to talk about the idea that we truly have the power within us to make a happier life. We have the power to take situations and turn them around through the use of some hormones that are built inside. And we're going to talk about those in general Hopefully, you can share some great stories about uh, some of these these uh, highs that you've had in your life, some some euphoric moments that you've had in your life. Okay, oh, yeah, I've, uh, had, I've had my share. <laughs> <laughs> but when we're talking about these hormones inside, so instead of bacon today, we normally do the acronym B A C O N. Today, we're talking about a dose, a dose of of a dose happy, of happiness, a dose of happiness. So we're talking about dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin. And endorphins. endorphins. There you go. That's it. That's what we're going to be uh, talking about today. Those. Okay. You like that. And actually, and if you switched it around a, a little bit, it yeah. could, you, you could accomplish something because you does it. <laughs> you does it. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So from now on, Ron, leave the jokes to me. All right? Oh, I'm sorry. All right. No, 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 no. That's quite all right. <laughs> So anyway, the, the the part I really wanted to get get to to you was this, is that we talk about on the show all the time our shortcuts to happiness. You know, we, we want to help people find their paths. The path to happiness uh, is what we call it, but it's happiness is on the path. It's the getting there. It's not, happiness is not a destination. Happiness is the journey. Okay. Okay. Uh, because a lot of people, you know, they, they say, oh, I, you know, if I can make this much money, I'll be happy. If I could find just the right person, I'll be happy. If I could just do this, I'll be happy. But what happens is when you get there, you realize, now what? Okay. So happiness is an ongoing journey. We always say it's, uh, happiness is not a mountain to climb. You know, life is a mountain range. When you get to the top of one mountain, you see there's more mountains to climb, and there's more opportunities to find new ways to be happy. Well, you you certainly brought back some memories because I can distinctly remember a time in my life saying, "Man, if I could get to the point I was making ten thousand dollars a year, 
<laughs> I'm having made. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and when I got there. And I think you could do it this year. <laughs> <laughs> when I got to 10, it was, all right, man, if I could get to 20. Right, right. You know, so the bar kept moving. Exactly, exactly. But what I learned was as I was reaching for those goals. Yes. I was learning so much and adding skills to my quiver. There you go. That it confirms what you're saying. It's not the destination. No. It's the journey. Right, right. Because the you can, during that journey, you can either be very uh, uh, anxiety-ridden, you could be depressed about what has happened in the past, filled with regrets as you're moving forward, or worse yet, standing still. But instead, you've got to really live in the present because you're not promised a tomorrow, right? Uh, and if you if you look at a destination, a place where you want to be at, it's great to plan for that. But tomorrow may never come, so enjoy today completely. That's why every step, you've got to find something to enjoy about every step. And this is where we're getting into a little bit of this, of how do we do that when, when times are bad? What should we be doing? And there's some really cool stuff. I did a lot of research on this. Uh, Tiffany and I, we spoke about uh, this, and we, we mentioned some of these hormones, the dopamine, oxytocin, and stuff during other presentations. And it was Tiffany's idea once to say, why don't you do a whole show on all of those? That was a good idea. It was a great idea. And so I looked at him going, all right, so we're going to talk an hour about this. I had better do some research on this, right? And so uh, we'll get into some of the things we should actually be doing. But in order to set up and get prepared for this, just to kind of give you an idea, I had to go to Healthline, WebMD, the Sleep Foundation, uh, 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 Nature Neuroscience, Psychology Today, Medical News Today, Scientific Reports, uh, Forbes, to mention just a few different places, of really digging up all this information just to talk about this and some of the things we could end up doing. That sounds okay. like you were getting ready to write a thesis. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, you know what? Sometimes this show, that's exactly what this is, right? So let me tell you, Have uh, let's just start with this whole thing because this is the one that everyone can lean towards and make the most sense out of it. You've heard of what's called the runner's high, right? Oh, uh, well, yeah. Yeah, and so this is when somebody's exercising a lot and something just kicks in and suddenly they can't feel any pain anymore and they just want to push further and further and further. And, and sometimes we call that a second wind. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's known as a lot of different things and that's the endorphins in our body kicking in. It's that extra little kick of... Uh, We've done shows where it's talking about getting in the zone or getting into the flow of things. And what ends up happening is that's along the same type of lines. You get so caught up in the moment, so caught up in the thing you're doing that's bringing you that pleasure that your body takes over and says, forget about pain, forget about every other distraction, just concentrate on this. This is pure bliss. Okay. Uh, and obviously, like anything else, it can't last forever. Okay, uh, runner's high is not going to make me run an extra mile. <laughs> <laughs> well, when when you mentioned the pain, is is that merely physical pain, or is that physical pain as well as perhaps emotional pain? Oh, sure, it's a little, it's a combination of all of that. It's it's covering that up because what's happening is you become laser focused, and all other distractions, whether it be physical, mental, uh, get get pushed to the side. And all you do is concentrate on what you're doing. You know, to see runners like that. Uh, I remember, uh, believe it or not, I was in a triathlon once. 
Okay. Wow. Yeah, yes, exactly. And um, most people are like, I well, don't believe it. <laughs> well, I believe it because you said once. Yes, once, <laughs> once. Once was enough. I can say, boom, I did it. Now, it was a three-man. We did a team triathlon. Okay, so it was a three-man team. I uh, did the bicycling. I had my younger brother, who is a, uh, a air a water rescue for the fire department. Oh, he okay. did the swimming. And that, yes, and then I had my nephew, much younger than me, who is a fitness coach in Chicago. He did the running. So I was... But you uh, had the deck stacked. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Well, not only that, but because I was older, it got, we, our team got pushed to the older age, right? <laughs> well, so everything was in our favor, right? Except right. we still took, I think, 14th place because that's how slow I was on the bike. <laughs> Well, at least you can say you did it once. So. Exactly. And I'm done. I never have to do it again. I've got that in my, in that. Uh, but what I noticed was when talking to my brother and, and my nephew, when they were doing this, when they were talking about their portion of the race, my nephew was just like, yeah, you just get to the place where everything else disappears. Mm -hmm. And you're not looking at other runners. You're just running. Okay. And maybe if you notice something, that's that short term goal. Like there's that guy in front of me. I'm just going to pass that person. Right? right. And my, my brother was the same thing. You're swimming. You are just looking for the end. You know, you're looking for, you're swimming out into the lake. You got to, there's a buoy. I've got to swim around that. So that's all I'm doing. And, and if I concentrate too much on the competition, then my focus changes. That makes and, sense. Yeah, and so I, I love that idea. And I was like, well, for me, I was exhausted riding that bike. <laughs> I did not get the runner's get high. Spot, I no. no, no, no. I didn't get that. I didn't get the the pain going away. What I was doing, I was I was looking like ten feet in front of me, just pedal to that point, just to, to that crack, <laughs> down to that tree. That you know. <laughs> now, which brother was this? This is my younger brother, Joe, Baby I Joe. Baby Joe. Yeah, that's I, I was right. wondering. I heard about Baby Joe. That's <laughs> him. That's him. That's <laughs> Tiffany's favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I can tell. Yeah. Yes, completely. <laughs> so great. He was, he's definitely by far the athlete of the family. I see over here we've got the Rebuild Our Pride United. We stand the fire department uh, over here from 9-11. Right. So yeah. my brother, you know, uh, in the Chicago Fire Department, and like I said, Air water rescue. So he's the he's got to be in shape. Oh God, he's the goofball who like jumps into the ice and swims under the ice to go help somebody. Okay, and the closest I'm going to get to ice is putting it in my whiskey <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with your bourbon. There you go. Well, you know when you're talking about focusing and everything else kind of peels away or fades away, and I was thinking, I've been in that position where. I'm so focused and I'm having so much fun. Yeah. It's bedtime and I realize I haven't eaten. There you go. Right, right. And isn't that And isn't, I wasn't even hungry. Is it right, right? Isn't it amazing? Because that's that just shows you how if you can get to that point where you're enjoying something, doing something you really enjoy, everything else disappears, like hunger. Instead, what people do is they'll sit and watch Netflix or not to not knock Netflix, but any streaming program or something like that where they're going to go. Just I'm just going to sit here and just be entertained. And what happens is we we start forgetting about what we're watching. We start getting hungry. You start doing the munchies. You know, like, oh, let me <laughs> yeah. let me make another bowl of popcorn. Let me have a sandwich or a sandwich. A sandwich. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and you go on and on like that instead of doing something uh, creative, something that pushes our our uh, creativity, something that challenges us, something that takes our talent and just pushes us a little bit further. Okay, it's not good enough to just do something you're talented at, because that gets boring quick. 
what you've got to do is challenge yourself and push yourself just a little bit further. Not so hard that you go, I can't, I can't do this, but just enough to make it a little tougher, just a little bit out of, out of reach. And then all of a sudden, you become laser focused. You love that that type of stuff, and you get this. This um, you can start getting an adrenaline rush in there as well. Right. Okay. And everything's just it just works. But again, like everything in life, things everything is boring after time. Okay. You can't you can't do the exact same thing. You can't get that runner's high uh, all the time because no matter what you're doing, it starts wearing on you. Well, for me, in, in addition to that, I find. And maybe I'm off track here, but I find sometimes that uh, an aroma okay. can take me, like it wafts me to a better place. Sure, sure. Um, a sound. Sometimes um, the, the introduction music of a particular TV show. Yep. And I get... I get that feeling of kind of a combination of happiness and serenity because I'm transported. And you're like pulled out of reality for exactly. a moment. Yeah. Yes, yeah. right, right. And so that's it. That's the kind of stuff that so often I could, I wish I could reach out to younger people who are feeling so uh, depressed, so anxious about tomorrow, and and they they feel lost. They don't know where to go. And I wish I could show them this and and just teach them to go go and do this kind of stuff to feel that type of high. Okay. Instead, what people do is they lean towards, well, I'm going to take alcohol. I'm gonna I'm gonna smoke something, and that'll get me that high. And I'm like, you don't need that. You have control over your body, which can bring you that natural high. Okay, which is so important. Is it is uh it's easy to do, but it's it's more difficult to realize what I did to get there. Right. Okay. You, you have to train yourself. Exactly. Now, exactly. To give you an example, this just came to mind. Uh, my daughter is redoing uh, certain areas in the house she bought back in the spring. Okay. And many years ago, I was a drywall taper, and I still have my tools and a certain level of skill and she wanted some lessons because she that's, wants to do it herself that's a that's a great skill yeah. okay well thank you uh so we went and got her pan and knives and mud and i'm showing her everything and she did a pretty large area by herself and called me to come back and look at it because she was frustrated uh, she wasn't getting the results she wanted and i'm looking at him said You've had 24 hours of training, and you started with an irregular surface. Okay. You know, you had to get rid of the wallpaper, and you right. had to scrape, and all that. I said, don't let the pursuit of perfection get in the sure, way of sure. excellence. Right. This is excellent. Yeah, yeah. I said, you've been doing this for a day, and I'm telling you, this is good. Awesome. Good. And I had to go by there today. She's already primed the, the oh. kitchen. Well, that once you prime it, you know that's when the flaws pop out. Like you're going to see something, <laughs> and it's it looked even better. So, it does uh, it. Wow. Are you happy now? What? Well, yeah, it's not perfect. I said, what did I say about perfect? Don't let perfect get in the way of no, good. No, no, because you'll never, you will never find perfect. No, no, perfect is that is uh, is that long distance unicorn that you'll never find. It's you want to head in that direction, but you've got to find a place where you're happy with where you're at. Okay, and, and, and as a a microcosm of that I, I mentioned to her. I said the hardest thing for me to do when I was doing this for a living was to say, I'm done. 
Okay. Because you can always find a little oh, minor yeah. thing. It's no different than what we do here on the radio. Right, right. We may hear a program or recording, and there's a glitch that we hear, and nobody else. And nobody does. else. Right, right. We're always going to be our worst critic. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I want to touch on a couple of these different things under endorphins again about some of the things we can do to have that that feel good uh, hormone. I'm okay? all ears. That's, and this is endorphins is known as a natural painkiller. Okay, so if uh, that's why uh, runners love it, because when they're tightening up and stuff and they can just feel it, the pain kind of subsides, like you had mentioned. Okay, this is also good when you're thinking about people in the hospital. Uh, You're sick at home. This is why they talk about laughter being the best medicine, because laughter really kicks that up as well. Okay, Uh, so some of the other things that we want to do is uh, get out in the sun. Aside from just soaking up the, uh, the vitamin D, that sunshine just means something to us. That's why so many people are down in the dumps on when days like, yeah. yeah, it's awful, right? So what you've got to do is grab, uh, try to grab 20 minutes of sun every day, all right, if you can. All right, just, but if you can't, grab 30 seconds of sun. A little bit of sun is better than nothing else because uh, you want to feel that warmth on your face. This is so tied to nature and just reconnecting us to the world it's funny you say that because sometimes in the winter i'll open the front door and just stand behind the glass of the storm door all right there you go there you go and just (laughs) feel it right right so now what happens to people who perhaps live in seattle oh well well, there you go so maybe they use something else instead of they find their own sunshine all right all right so aside from from uh the sun i'm also going to talk about this whole idea of uh, foods, uh, foods that that um, have dramatic tastes and dramatic flavors. All right, what these things kind of do is like salsa, spicy foods like that, uh, fiery hot foods, foods that uh, just uh, excite you on the inside and give you that rush, that same type of rush you would feel if you're exercising. Okay, hot and spicy foods are the type of thing. Uh, and so some people are like, eh, I don't really like that. All right, then. Get, go back out in the sun. I'll sit and eat the salsa. <laughs> All right. And I'll join you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, you're not a spicy food eater? Oh, I love spicy Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so, obviously, exercise we talked about. And laughing is the most important thing. And laughing is one of those things that you should just let yourself laugh. When you look at children and how children just laugh at anything and everything on a regular basis, we have to let ourselves. We have to force ourselves to laugh sometimes. And really just let it out. Sometimes, even when you're by yourself, practice laughing. Sit there and laugh out loud. It's the same with when you're smiling. Your body, your inter- your uh, internals don't know the difference of if you're pretending to laugh or if you're pretending to <laughs> smile. What happens is it feels it. It feels everything you're going through. And the body says, oh, there must be something funny going on. There must be something worth smiling about. And you start releasing those types of hormones. All right. So just laugh out loud. Just enjoy yourself. And when people say there's something funny, laugh. Don't hold the laughter in. As as adults, you know, we we tend to sometimes go, oh, that was amusing. And we hold it in because I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to laugh out loud in front of these people. No, you definitely want to laugh. You definitely want to go out of your way and just have a great time. I have no problem doing that. Um, did you ever watch Taxi? Yes, I loved Taxi. The the one when Jim is taking the driver's test. It's slow, go slow, down, go slow, slow down. Slow down. What, yeah, that's what, it. Oh, yeah, it was classic. I've seen it a zillion times, and you, but and, I know it's going to make me laugh out loud. Yes. And yes. there are certain programs that I know if, if I want to laugh, I know they're going to make me laugh. Two and a half men 
it'll make me laugh all out right loud. excellent that's what and so you got to go we got to go out of our way to find those types of things we got to find a reason to laugh uh i come from a big family that goes out of their way to make everybody laugh oh if you're sick and you're in the hospital and you're in pain Everyone in my family is going to make you laugh for, for you to say, stop, you're really hurting me here. <laughs> now, <laughs> I hope I hope it still works if you got cracked ribs. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, oh, that's that was the best. If you had cracked ribs in my family, everyone is going to attack you with laughter. Okay. Uh, so some of the other things we talked about going outside, right? And uh, it's getting in nature. Take your shoes off. Feel the ground with your feet. Okay. I do this whole type of thing. I spend most of my time barefoot. And I... When my dog was with us, uh, I would walk my dog and I would carry my shoes and I would walk barefoot just to feel the ground. I'd walk on the sidewalk, walk on the street, walk on the grass, wherever it was. But I just loved walking barefoot, touching nature. So you were a Neil Simon kind of guy? Yeah, there you go. Barefoot in the park? There you go. You know it. (laughs) All right. And here's one last one that you'll absolutely love, and that is cherish your chocolate. All right, dark chocolate is another yes. one that, that releases that, and so you know there's a there's a reason, another excuse to eat a little bit of chocolate. That's the only chocolate I eat is dark chocolate. There you go. That's you know that's the adult chocolate. You know, right, right. kids like milk chocolate, adults like that. That's that's the coming of age when you ask a person what kind of chocolate do they they like. Dark chocolate with a dark red wine. Oh, there you go. You're speaking my language right there. Now, what you got to do is there is a place not too far from here, Riverside Chocolate Factory. Do you, you ever heard of that no, place? No, no. It's, it's in McHenry, so it's 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 um, directly west of here. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, fantastic. It's by the drive-in movie theater. I know where that is. All right, yeah. it's right there. It's, it's like a chalet. They make the best dark chocolate covered bacon. You know, I had to throw <laughs> bacon in here somewhere. <laughs> Absolutely amazing mm-hmm. stuff. Right, it's it's that stuff that's so decadent that even I have to go. I, I'm going to eat half of us half of a strip, and I'll save it for later. Okay, I'll have to check them out and see if they have any uh, dark chocolate covered vegan bacon. We'll see. Well, they have it's it's all the old time candy and all kinds of chocolate and ice cream there. It's a fantastic place to visit. All right. All right. Riverside, is it? Riverside Chocolate Factory. I'm, right. I'm taking notes. There you go. Good. Good. All right. So. That was endorphins, and while we're talking here, I got a little text here. Uh, oh, that's nice. Uh, Tiffany just yelled, Ron, with exclamation marks, so she, she's loving that you're here. All right, that's good. Hi, <laughs> Tiffany. There you go. Let's give her, give her a Tiffany together. One, two, three. Tiffany! There you go. Because <laughs> everyone can use an extra smile. Well, that's then. right. All right, so getting back to the these uh, hormones we're talking about, we, t- we talked a lot about endorphins. I want to talk about dopamine. Now, dopamine is known as the feel-good hormone. All right, it's responsible for rewarding positive experiences when something good happens and then you just feel good about yourself. Right. You know, uh, it's maybe the nervousness that... Uh, that starts up if you're about to do something and you're and you're anxious about something. And then when you do it, you really feel good about yourself. You have a goal that you accomplished. Okay, those are the that that rush that you get. That's that dopamine. Okay, uh, when I was in sales a lot, what we did was as soon as a salesperson closed one great sale, we pushed them right into the next client because they had that dopamine okay. rush. It's still on that high. Exactly. Yeah. So you go and you get the next client. If somebody was down. What happened was that they lost the sale. They were like, oh, I'm just missing it. You had to pull them to the side and say, all right, relax. 
Get rid of that negative feeling, all right, and then we're going to put you back out there. But if the guy's high on that dopamine, he's just like, I just, I just landed that one. You put him right back in the game, all right. And you, you know, it's funny because I, 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 I remember situations where those kind of experiences helped me down the line. Okay, where you know you're anxious about something, as you said, and then you find out that you're successful with whatever the goal or the task was, yes. and you realize you imagined it being far worse than it right. actually was. Yes, yes. And then that lessens the anxiety the next time. Yeah, there you go. I agree with you wholeheartedly. You know, that leans into that whole we're our worst critic. We look at that task, that goal we're going to do, like, I, I, I'm i never going to be able to do this. I'm right. never. And you got to slap yourself out of this and say, you'll do it. Well, you'll they're not going to like what I do. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So to get some dopamine, first off, we're going to start with this. There are certain foods that that add to this. Uh, I, I know I'm going to butcher this word is uh, tyros, tyrosine. All right. Is the chemical in certain foods. And that includes uh, bananas, avocados, eggs, fish and chicken. These are things that that give you this tyrosine, uh, which is crucial for dopamine uh, production. All right. So that's a good thing if you're uh Trying to hit that sales goal. You're trying to do that whole, you're trying to just feel good. Things are down. These are probably good foods to eat. Well, eggs okay. and avocados, that's right there up you my go. alley. There yeah. you go. There you go. Oh, there's a place I go for breakfast every Sunday. Makes a avocado burrito for breakfast. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> so we just can plug everybody around here. All right. Uh, so along with that is obviously it's exercise again. Now, you're an exercise kind of junkie now, right? No, oh, uh, I have been for years. Have man. you, right? Oh, well, because yeah. you lost a ton of weight. Yeah. Yeah. So how? what was the thing that pushed you into it to uh, just say, hey, I'm going to switch this around? What pushed me into it, um, I saw a photograph <laughs> Of me between a couple of friends. Okay. And I had on a sport coat, and I draped my arms around both their shoulders, and I saw my gut. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. You know what? Everyone's got that moment. It's got. It's a personal moment where you're like, this is it. I, I'm not going back there. All right. So good for you. But So that exercise ends up, exercise becomes so important for almost every one of these things. It'll help build those feel-good hormones, those endorphins, uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, another one is this, is and you'll love this, is aside from just getting a good night's sleep, listening to great music. Oh. There you go. You talk about right ear, can my, yeah. ear Candy Emporium right there. You know, if anyone's feeling down, when do when do we listen to the Ear Candy Emporium? Fridays at Fridays, what Fridays, 4 to 6 Central. There, there you go. I mean, you cannot uh, feel anything less than absolutely amazing, wonderful, just loving and happy when you're, you know, when you listen to your show. And... When I'm sitting here doing the show, if if there were video, I'm I'm dancing in the seat. Sometimes oh, I'm bet, even right? standing up. Yeah. Now some of the other stuff to get that dopamine rush is creativity. Okay, and that is just building something, painting something, writing something, that type of stuff. This is to me. I do that more than anything else. In order to prep for the show, I have to do some writing. I have to do a lot of research mm -hmm. and just get ready for it. Uh, I teach on Sundays. Okay, and so this last Sunday, I had the day off. They canceled the school that I, was, I teach at. And so I went in the garage, and I've been working on my next rolling bar. I build these, uh, my neighborhood, we build these rolling bars. And this will probably be our sixth well, one. Well, you roll from driveway to driveway? That's, that is exactly what we do, right? <laughs> and so this is the sixth, I think the sixth one we built. And it's only built out of spare parts. 
Okay, so you can't buy anything. So you have to wait. <laughs> you have to wait to acquire uh, wheels and a tabletop. Some of them are kind of strange looking. Oh, some of them are very strange looking. Yeah, yeah. The one uh, my wife refuses to part with that we keep at our house. The wheels are an old wheelchair wheel, so it's big wheels in the back, the smaller wheels in the front, and the top is a wooden toboggan. <laughs> oh, okay? wow. So it's very sharp. So this one I'm building is a new one. It's got, like, wheelbarrow wheels in the back and these big cartwheels in the front. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big, heavy-duty uh, butcher block top, and it's all kinds of stuff you acquire. Somebody goes, hey, I was about to throw this out. We'll yeah, put it. In, we'll get. We'll put it in Marty's garage, right? Yeah. So uh, I spent the day Sunday just building stuff, and what's really fun about it is, aside from just being creative, you are stuck literally in a box. Because I, although I might want to say I want to build it this way, if I don't have that piece of material, I've got to come up with another way. So the bars uh, that we build create themselves based on the materials we have. So it's a really fun experience. After after the show, I'll show you a couple of the pictures we got. And for me, that that outlet is is writing to prepare for for my shows. I'll bet. But uh, even more, uh, voicing and producing the PSAs and sure. finding the right music to marry to it and so forth, and trying to get that just right because I try to make it sound as professional as possible, and I learn new tricks. All yeah. the time. That's, see, that to me is, is one of the things that's most important. Is It's one thing to do stuff, but you've got to learn. You've got to say, uh, you learn from your successes and going, hey, that really works. But I think you learn even more from your mistakes. Oh, absolutely. You know, you look back and go, oh, I could have done that better. Thank goodness nobody's looking at it as closely as I am. And the next one is better and better and better. We look at getting back to the rolling bars we built we look at the first one compared to this one oh the first one i'm surprised it's still holding together first okay. one looks like it was made by the little rascals <laughs> exactly exactly there was a picture of us we still have a picture where we were leaning on to take a picture and i'm like this is going to collapse yeah, yeah yeah this is going to collapse underneath us all right so creation uh creating stuff uh releases some dopamine also lending a hand you know that that high that happiness you feel when you help somebody Okay, when you go out of your way and you help the little old lady across the street, you let somebody cut in front of you at line and you just feel that little bit of, hey, I, I'm a good guy. I did a, I did a nice thing. Okay, that's a, a tiny bit of a dopamine rush inside you. And I, and I had that yesterday. I, I stopped at two different uh, grocery stores. Okay. And in each case, there was a woman just finished up with her groceries and yeah. the cart corral was a ways away. Yes. And I just said, would you like me to take that for you? Perfect. Oh, thank that, you so that much. Nice? That's yeah. so kind of you. I said, hey, random acts of kindness. That is it. That is and, it. And uh, the second woman said, oh, so so thoughtful of you, so kind of you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I said, well, I, I, I have to be kind. I just left church. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, our listeners don't, they didn't, if they didn't listen to the last show where you explained you're the type of guy who will travel to 18 different stores to save a dollar <laughs> on a jar of mayonnaise, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm on a fixed income, There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, again, laughing is going to be that same thing with uh, building up some dopamine. Laughing is so important like that. Uh, what else is there? There's uh, exploring new experiences. Just getting out and doing something new. Just enjoying life. An adventure. Yeah, exactly. So dopamine is, like it's, I said, it's called the feel-good hormone. So the more that you can appreciate all this other stuff, you don't get buried in the pain that you're in. 
Okay? That's, that's that brings you out of it. Yeah. Exactly. So that's that's the theory of dopamine. All right. So let's get into oxytocin. All right? This, yeah, and this, that's not OxyContin. That's, you have no idea how many people told me. Make sure you pronounce the whole thing. Don't call it Oxy. Okay? All right. So you're right. Oxytocin. And what's beautiful about it is oxytocin is known as the love hormone. All right. All right. So that's right up yours and mine oh, alley yeah. right here. Yeah. So this is the one that plays that crucial role in social bonding and trust. Okay. What ends up happening is when you uh, when you start to feel vulnerable, like you 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 are with someone and you're like, okay, I'm going to open this door. I'm going to be vulnerable to this person. I am going to, you know, cross my fingers and I hope I don't get hurt. You know, when, we're, when we were young men and we were dating yeah. and, you, and you had to do that first, you lean in for the kiss, just have the person lean away and go, what are you doing? Okay. It's that type of thing is when you win at that, when you're saying, I'm going to be, I'm going to allow myself, put my heart on my sleeve uh, and try this. And when it works out for you, you get this oxytocin uh, kick. Okay. I'm I'm going to lay down the gate over the moat. There you go. And allow yep. you into the castle. There you go. That's that's it exactly. So some of the other things you do this this is the, because it's the love hormone. This is that connection we have with other people. So even the two of us, the fact that I told you uh, Tiffany couldn't make it today, and you were like Marty, I'm your man. I'll I'll, I'll sit in. You know, and as much as I love you, you're no Tiffany. Ron. <laughs> All right. <laughs> as much as I love me, I'm no Tiffany. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But. This camaraderie that brings us joy, that happiness, that's that oxytocin that's kicking in. Okay. okay? Uh, for someone that's a little closer, not, I'm not going to lean into this for you, but a nice, long, warm hug. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's what's important. My wife and I, very big on the hugging. That whole idea where we're like, you know, I think you, I think I read you got to hug 20 times a day, all right, for 20 minutes a day. And, you know, we, we're never going to get anything else done. <laughs> but... <laughs> We'll get something done. But uh, it's important to have physical touch with people. It's important uh, to shake somebody's hand when you greet them. It's important to shake their hand, grasp their hand, look into their eye, make real contact with people. You know, it's important to, uh, when you're letting someone cut in front of you online or something like that, pat them on the back, just a little bit of contact. And it's tough nowadays because we're in a time of our lives where you're like, don't make so much contact. Yeah, people want to read something into everything. Right. And it said, no, no, I'm just trying to steal some joy from you. I'm just (laughs) touching you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But we want to be able to have some type of physical touch. It's, it's, uh, and if you can't have physical touch, it's at least being surrounded by like-minded people, people that love you, people that respect you, people that trust you. The more time you can spend, the better off you are. It's that 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 social bonding. That lack of touch is just another aspect of sensory deprivation. Yeah. Yeah. So you think about... When we talk about um, young kids and even uh, older people that are that are feeling depressed or feeling like nothing in life is going right, and you ask them, so what do you do all day? Why well, sit at home and I don't do anything. I'm all by myself, okay? You've got to have uh, physical touch. You've got to make conversation. You've got to uh, connect with other people. That's why things like uh, you go to these places where it's the wine and paint, you yeah, know, right. those kind of places that you meet other people and everyone is laughing and having a good time. Okay. And the red wine has got to be really good for the endorphins or something. <laughs> right. You know? right. there, It's going to be good for something. But you, you end up having the ability to create something. So that's making you feel good. You're surrounded by people. So you have social interaction. You are doing something wonderful. Plus, 
consuming foods that are good for you in that that same type of thing that type of a place is absolutely wonderful bring can bring so much joy to you and you're not in an environment where everyone's pursuing perfection or Correct. competing exactly right yeah i was going to say that's all you need is you walk into a place like this you look at people going no, i don't like your painting you know no. no you don't want that then don't go to that place right you want the place where there's no competing everyone has their take on uh what they're doing right okay perfect so that's the oxytocin dopamine the oxytocin now the last one here is serotonin all right and serotonin is responsible for regulating your mood your appetite and your sleep. sleep yeah. Yep. There. Oh, there you go. You know it. All right. So when you look at that type of thing, serotonin is again one of the first things. While serotonin is sunlight, get enough of that vitamin D. Get out there, uh, and that will like replenish, recharges your battery. Okay. And you know, I, I don't know about you, but if I spend a good amount of time outside in the sunlight, sucking up a lot of sunlight, I go back inside. I'm always ready for a nap. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm ready if, if along with the sunlight is 98 degrees outside. There yeah. you go. Something, <laughs> something. I mean, I love that hot weather. Okay. Like the, today, is, today is nice weather. You know, today it, it could have been warmer. It could have been colder. Okay. So could it's, have been it, wet. Yeah, exactly. So it was, it's all okay. But I kind of like weather that I can feel. Okay. In other words, I like hot weather. Or, and I also like cold weather, not not freezing, not unbearable that I can't be outside, but I like cold weather where I can feel it or the hot weather. I like the hot weather on my face, you know, on my arms and hands like that. And but the same thing when I'm sucking up all that sunlight, I go back in the house and I'm I'm ready to take a nap. Well, okay. as I often say, I come from a long line of equatorial people. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm used to the hot. There you go. There you go. All right. Um, now, there's also certain foods you eat that, again, are going to, um, you know, change the chemistry of your body and release certain hormones, okay? So for serotonin, which is this mood balancing, mm-hmm. all right, you want to eat certain foods like uh, salmon, uh, uh, crunchy cashews, all right, uh, and other kind of tree, tree nuts, okay? And those are the kind of things that are going to balance your body and kind of uh, if you realize, if you say to yourself, man, I'm getting angry really quick, uh, things like that, I'm getting really angry, I'm really sad, I'm afraid or whatever, and I can't catch a break, I can't just mellow myself out, there, These, this is where you want to increase your serotonin, all right, and balance that. So that may be why I keep a jar of almonds and a jar of pistachios on my desk. There you go, there you go. Uh, I like the dark chocolate almonds. No, no right. these are your regular <laughs> roasted almonds. You, you, everything in your life is chocolate or bacon, there you or chocolate-covered bacon. You know, you, you make it sound like that's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> you need to expand your horizons. We were talking about adventures. Okay, that's true. Yeah. That's true. All right, so I, I did try vegan bacon the other day, and it was pretty good. Oh, okay. All right, so there you go. Yeah. Now, So I'm expanding. All right. Uh, let me see. So the other thing is... Take advantage uh, of pampering yourself, all right? Feel good about yourself. You know, throughout life, what we end up doing is all the time we are, I got to do this for this person. I got to do this for this person. I got to go to work. I got to fill the tank. I got to go shopping. I got to cook good food. Every once in a while, just stop and pamper yourself and say, I'm worth it. I deserve this type of thing, okay? Now, Ron, you ever have a pedicure? No. Never. Oh, man, Ron, I am telling you. That is one of those things. I've had manicure. All right. So, you know, I mean, you know how cool a manicure is, right? It feels good. I'm telling you that a pedicure takes it to the next level. All right. It just, a pedicure to me just feels like 
uh, you're really pampering yourself. You're saying, I really deserve something special. I'm going to take some time and do this. So you're saying it should be a manny, manny, petty. Yeah, a, ma- a manly, <laughs> man- a manly, man- manly, manny, manny, petty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a couple of years uh, in a row, what happened was uh, the guys in my neighborhood Around Christmas time, we would go out and just six of us guys, we would find a place that had six chairs and we'd do the the pedicures all together, okay? And I'll tell you, there's something just so wonderful about it, putting your feet in that warm water, having someone wash your feet, take care of your toes and that, it is just the ultimate way of being pampered. I've had massages and massages are nice, but somebody taking care of my feet like that, that's pampering yourself and that brings you you know you've you've probably had massages oh, yeah. in your life and so you know that feeling that you get it's a first off it's the physical feeling right. but it's also that you are allowing yourself to be taken care of okay sometimes and, for me pampering myself consists of taking as much of a as a day and doing absolutely nothing that's it there you go we have lost the art of doing Nothing. I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, I used to tell my, my, my wife and my daughter, when it came to Father's Day, take one of those self-adhesive yes. ribbons and put it on the calendar that's on the refrigerator. Okay. Gift me the day. There you go. For 24 hours, I'm George Bailey. <laughs> oh, that's a nice way to put it. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah I'm yeah. George Bailey, and you get to see what it's like. What if I'm not here? Right, I'm right. Not there here. you yeah. go. There you go. I like that. Okay. So this is, I'm, I'm glad I was about to ask you, what, what do you do to pamper yourself? So that's pampering yourself one day a year. What else do you do? I mean, you, I mean, obviously you and pampering I are like. myself is stretching out and reading. There you go. Okay. I, 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 I love to read. Okay. Uh, and obviously we enjoy what we do here on the shows. Right. So you digging through records and and songs and saying this is what i'm going to play this is this is the mood i'm going to set so i'm going to grab this song and this song that type of stuff certain people can't understand that they're like oh my god that seems like a chore right yeah and and to some people it would be a chore but for someone like you it would be tremendous now you notice uh that sometimes your eclectic love of music you run into people who are like why would you play that song oh yeah uh, i absolutely love that because I have a very, very eclectic group of music that I like, and I just I have a uh, speaker system uh, for public speaking, and I let a group use it for an event. And I had some old i um, uh, not iPads, uh, the the little phone, not the phones, but the uh, the right. iTunes or whatever it was, the little devices that were filled with music. Oh, the little MP3. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yes, yes, and I they were filled with my music from long time ago. And so they plugged it in as background music. And I remember saying, oh, I don't think they're just going to use those, right? And they, they were talking, who listens to this kind of music? <laughs> it was jumping from all over the place. Man, back 50 years ago, modern day, uh, classical, foreign music, all kinds of stuff, jumping from one song to another. But they were songs that meant something to me that I enjoy them. Like, like the mixtape on Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, <laughs> yes, right? I remember as soon as that came out, I downloaded that soundtrack <laughs> immediately. Yeah, yeah. So that soundtrack, you know who else is a soundtrack I really like? Anything by Quentin Tarantino. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So all of his soundtracks. I, I've, I've, I did one show dedicated to music from soundtracks. Nice. I think I'll do it again. The perfect. Well, you're going to have to let me know when that is. 
Okay, so uh, aside from that type of stuff, you said you like taking the day off and doing nothing. Right. What what other things do you like to do just to pamper yourself? What would you say? Um, a long, long bath. Oh, that's I have not <laughs> taken a bath in forever. Okay, that, and, and and the kind where you 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 have the the, the bath oils. And wow. your music, wow. and uh, a, a glass of wine, yeah. and there's nobody else in nice. the house. And you're playing Barry White to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, please don't do that. <laughs> but that's that sounds fantastic. Just just that. And I it think... Well, going down into the basement. How can I forget this? Going down into the basement and playing the drums. Oh, there you go. You know, just... Plugging in my MP3 and playing along with the music I like. That's tremendous. See, it, it goes along with, notice how, uh, I, and this is what I want to do, is I wanted to stress this, and I wanted to pick your brain. How do, you, how do you treat yourself like that? How do you pamper yourself? Because a lot of the things you're talking about were just on the same list we were talking about. We pamper ourselves. We listen to good music. We create. Uh, we take time to be grateful for things. Because, obviously, the songs that you pick, are obviously songs from the past. You haven't picked any songs that haven't been written yet, right? Okay. <laughs> so the, you are grateful for that music, and you're grateful for the way that that music made you sound or uh, made you feel. You're right. grateful for that. And so what you have the ability to do is share it with other people. So you see you've got this whole combination of you're playing the drums, so you're creating something, you're listening to this music that you find beautiful, which is going to release some of these hormones, make you happy. Uh, you are structuring an entire show around this music. So again, you're creating something, and then you are sharing it and helping other people making their day. So every single thing about this is just bringing more joy to yourself. This now, is that secret. The euphoria came, and I probably had all four aspects of the dose. When you're talking about creativity, that song that I wrote back in the mid-'70s. Okay. That made it to the Rachel Brosnahan movie soundtrack in wow. 2020. Wow, okay. And I found out by, kind of by accident, because I got my... A royalty statement from the publishing company to whom I had sold the publishing, and it was more money than it typically was. Okay, and cool. I'm saying Very it must cool. have been a typo. Yes. And then I find out that this December, it was released December 2020, it's Amazon original movie starring uh, Rachel Brosnahan from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Okay. My song nice. is on the soundtrack. So my daughter and I start watching the movie. And I get about an hour 20 into the movie, my song is playing in the, in the background of the scene. Yeah. And I had a, I was grinning so broadly that it started to hurt. <laughs> and then I assumed I wouldn't be part of the credits at the end of the movie. Okay. Because Bobby Gentry's song was on there, a couple of Aretha Franklin, Richard right. Haven. Okay. And then as the credits are rolling, Give me one more chance, written by Ronald Grace. Wow! Oh, my jaw that's got to be. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you. Wow! And I think that's the longest a grin was on my face. You, you want to talk about endorphins yes. and dopamine? I know, right? I'm just, just feeling, feeling that. Like, 
wouldn't it be great if you could just feel that again? Like if you could snap your fingers and go, I want that high again. I want to put it in an aerosol bottle. <laughs> Walk <laughs> around spraying spray people. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people who buy yeah, yeah. it let, and a lot of people who need it. Let me take that card for you and here, let me give you a spray. Yeah, okay. Just. Well, I'm going to tell you about, um, you were making me think about the time that I remember laughing the absolute hardest. Okay. Okay. And this was my brother, Baby Joe, and I, we drove to Memphis, just outside of Memphis, where my sister lives, Linda, and I'm my near, uh, very dear sister. She's, she is the Southern president of the Bacon Bits fame club. Oh, okay. okay. So anyway, Linda was out there, and uh, we were in their garage. We went in there, and she had this old exercise bike, one of those ones that you pedal and the arms oh, move back, back and forward, forward right? Okay. right? Really cheap little nothing, right? And so my brother Joe says, why don't you get on it, see how fast you can ride. So I get on it, and I start pedaling, and I'm moving the arms like that. And we're laughing, and he's yelling at me, go faster, go faster. Well, all of a sudden, he climbs on my back like I'm on a horse or something like that. <laughs> he climbs, and he's smacking me in the, in, the, in the butt, and he's smacking me in the head. Go faster, go faster. <laughs> my sister's behind me laughing, so no one's looking at my face. I am laughing so hard, I can't catch my breath. And I have stopped. Now, i obviously not pedaling anymore. And I'm going, please, stop hitting me. I can't breathe. And he's yelling, faster, faster, faster. And it was all in the moment of what that was like. And I just remember, like, my heart racing so fast. Like, I really ran a marathon by myself okay and <laughs> and it literally that type of thing afterwards you know he finally turned around and looked and goes are you okay and had to like really settle down like you were saying that smile that came on your face especially when you saw your name in the credits that not only did they play the song but they acknowledged you yeah you know and i was thinking this will be around long after i'm gone yeah my grandchildren will say that was my papa. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. And it's just something tremendous. And so if we can if we can do this, think about this. Just that whole idea. If seeing your those words on a screen can make you that elated, that happy, that means that inside your body something triggered that made it happen. It wasn't, it didn't, somebody didn't come and tickle you with a no. feather. Uh, nobody gave you an injection of anything. It actually happened within you. Me riding that bike, riding the bike didn't give me joy like that. Right. Him climbing on my back, being so silly and listening to him laugh and my sister laugh made the situation so funny that I couldn't stop laughing. My, uh, something inside me triggered something. And that's the proof that we have the ability to truly, truly give ourselves that happiness, no matter what the circumstances, if we can learn to laugh at it, if we can learn to be grateful for the things in the past, if we can learn to look at the present and concentrate on the positive of it instead of concentrating on the negative, we can do that. We can boost those hormones within us. We can get a boost of dopamine and oxytocin and serotonin and endorphin and just turn our world around. Okay, and just absolutely love life. We have the power. We don't need to go somewhere else to get it. We can do it inside, and we just have to practice it, understand when we are feeling it. What did I do to get here, mm -hmm. and how can I do that again? How can I replicate it? Yes. And in your scenario, it, it my picture was 
the three of you enjoying for a moment being kids again. Yes. Carefree. Yes. Completely. Yes. Because the, the only concerns you had then was whether or not you were going to pass the quiz on Friday. There you go. That's right. Right, right. Back then, that's it. You're right. That, right. that, that was it. When you got a little older, is this zit going to go away before right, the party? Right. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, same thing for me. When I'm, I'm, I'm watching the movie, what comes flooding back is, you know, back when I created it, where it came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. What I went through, uh, how it was recorded. All of those memories from 40-plus years ago okay. came flooding back in that moment. Sure. And that was, that was the joy. I love it. I love it. Isn't it great when something clicks and you are able to remember such an incredibly wonderful time? And it could be wonderful. It could be a lot of hardship that you overcame, but something, you remember that joy. Like something reminds you of that, just how wonderful that makes you feel. Right. And uh, that's that secret of gratitude, being able to, you know, I always tell people, live in the moment, live in the moment. This is, this moment is fleeting, you know, to this, this second only lasts a second and then it's yesterday, then it's the past. But if you can look into the past and concentrate on all the wonderful things, all the great stories, all the great adventures, the times you fell and got back up, uh, the, the people you made smile, the people who made you smile, if you can concentrate on that, man, life is just absolutely wonderful. I've always said that when I go on home, yes, what I would like is everybody there to sit in a circle right, and start with one person and tell their favorite Ron Gray story. That would be great. And everybody go around the circle, maybe 20 people. But I figure by the time they get to the end, Everybody is going to be in the mood I would want them to be. There you go. That that is laughing exactly. and celebrating our relationship. There you go. Right, right. Because you've touched so many lives, okay? Uh, and there's still so many lives you're still yet to touch. And uh, I know you said, and I agreed that I'm not a Tiffany. Yes, but I know Tiffany always gives quotes. Oh, all right. Let's hear what you've got. So here's a quote. Happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. Absolutely beautiful. Way to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it with that because we usually try to end it with a great quote from Tiffany. And it looks like it's just about the top of the hour. I want to see if I can find one other thing because I want to throw in a quote too. Something that I just, uh, I just read the other day, and I was like, I, I've got to write this down, but now what will end up happening is trying to find this. So here it is. There's a, a guy named uh, Sri, Sri uh, Chinmoy. Okay? He oh, Sri Chinmoy. You know him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, worked, he, was, he worked with uh, Narada Michael Walden. He was uh, a big guru. Yes, to yes. Uh, John McLaughlin and Mahavishnu. Perfect. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. So uh, back in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So he wrote this, and I just read this, and it's beautiful. Judge nothing. You will be happy. Forgive everything. You will be happier. Love everything. 
you will be the happiest. All right. Yeah, I love Shri it. Chen Moi. See, that's I it. fooled you. There, there you go. You, oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't expect I was waiting that for, I was waiting for the wrong type of answer, but that was beautiful. So with that, Ron, thank you so much for sitting in for Tiffany, okay? And Tiffany, rush back. We can't wait to have you back next week, okay? Uh, and next week, actually, the, the show is going to be about the happiness of just being weird. Okay. Oh, right up my alley. Yeah, I, yeah. So I, there you go. I will all definitely. Right. That's Can't Miss Radio. All right. Excellent. Excellent. So with that, thank you all so very much for listening to WRLR 98.3. This is Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I'm your host, Marty Jove. Usually we have Tiffany, but we've got, uh, you know, Tiffany Jr. over here. Ronnie. <laughs> there you go. All right. So with that, tune in next week. We're going to have a great show. And thank you for listening to this one. Uh, with that, uh, say goodnight, Ron. We're out. Good night, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye-bye.